0: This is the movement of the Holy Family. So welcome to our daily rosary meditation. Today we are at the very place where the devil tempted Jesus in the wilderness immediately after his baptism where he spent 40 days in prayer and fasting. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And let's call to mind all those we've promised to pray for. Jesus is a divine person, incapable of sin. The divine will is necessarily perfect. It's part of what it means to be God. So there's no way Jesus, who is God, could act in a way that was incompatible with his divine nature. Why then would Jesus go through the motions of being tempted to sin when sin was precisely what he was incapable of? First of all, so that he could sympathize with us in our temptations. Hebrews chapter 14 tells us that Christ, our high priest, can sympathize with our weakness since he was tempted like we are but without sin. In other words, it wasn't just a charade. He did struggle. He did feel the attraction of the goods which Satan presented to him. He felt that tug of war between the lesser but so desirable good and the greater good God wants for us. So he knows, by his own experience, how powerful temptation can be but secondly so that he could show us how to overcome temptation what practices what preparation can make us ready to choose rightly when evil presents itself as a live option <laughs> jesus is our example in all things and here we we need to look carefully at the weapons he brought to his battle with Satan. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women blessed is the fruit of thy womb Jesus Holy Hail Mary, full of grace the Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women blessed is the fruit of thy womb Jesus Holy Mary, the Hail Mary, full of grace the Lord is with thee Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and
1: the
0: hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now
1: and the
0: hour of death. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in O oh, my Jesus, Scripture identifies three avenues through which we are tempted, through which we are attracted towards sin, towards pursuing a good in a disordered way that contradicts reason and God's plan. Those three avenues... The world, the flesh, and the devil. We see these sources in Christ's temptation. The flesh refers to the temptations that come from, that come to us from within ourselves, our natural desires for food, for drink, for love, and comfort. But in us all these quickly become disordered. The world of sense, sight, and taste, and touch, these take over for us so often. And Satan urges Christ to put his physical pleasure first. He had spent 40 days without eating, and he was hungry. So Satan tells him to turn stones into bread to use his miraculous power for his own bodily satisfaction. The world refers to the temptations that come to us from other people, peer pressure, social expectation, cultural norms. So many of our disordered desires are taught to us by others. So many of our sins are born of trying to compare ourselves to others or out of a concern of what others might think. And Satan approaches through this avenue too. He takes Jesus to the highest point in the most crowded part of Israel, and he says to him, throw yourself down, and then at the last second, let God save you. Sure, it's kind of a pointless miracle, But it will impress people, and we all want to impress people. Try it. The devil, of course, is at the root of all our temptations. He's the first tempter, the one we obey every time we choose some worldly thing over God. And at the last temptation... Satan takes off the mask and says, I'll give you anything on earth, I'll give you everything on earth, just forsake God and let me be your master. But Christ wins every time. What does he exhibit in his battle that we can emulate in our own preparation against temptation? Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us
1: now
0: and death. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy
1: Mary,
0: of the hour of Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. It's pretty clear that if we're going to be able to resist the the disordered desires of our flesh, then we need to discipline our bodies. Christ prepares for the struggle with temptation by fasting, by denying his body what it wants. What kind of training do you give your body as part of the Christian life? Do you fast? Do you discipline your desire for food and drink? Do you discipline your eyes in what they look at? Do you discipline yourself not to give in to listening to gossip? Or do you just let yourself watch and listen to whatever you desire? If you struggle with lust or with gluttony but you have no spiritual exercise of self-denial regarding your body, well then, what do you expect? Christ who is God, prepared for temptation by fasting, do you think he needed more preparation than you? Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy
1: Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners,
0: now and at the hour of our heaven. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the
1: beginning, is now and ever
0: shall be, the world of dying. O my Jesus,
1: forgive us our sins.
0: Why do you think Christ went into the desert to prepare for his battle with Satan? Probably because, as you might have guessed from its name, the desert is deserted. Our lives, by contrast, are absolutely flooded with noise and with the voices of other people. Either we're talking to someone or the TV is on, or we're listening to a podcast. This podcast is okay. (laughs) Or we're on the phone with someone. How can you build up the moral reserves to do the right thing, regardless of what other people think, when we never stop listening to what other people think? It's amazing how we get up in the morning and we check our emails and we look at the news and we look at social media to see what everyone else is thinking instead of going to the word of God to see what God is thinking. Or even to be in silence to to think about what we are thinking. I ask people, what are you thinking? And they say, I don't know. What are you reflecting on? I don't know. Because they never practice in silence, thinking, reflecting, knowing themselves. Jesus went into silence, and when Satan came, he was ready. So do you take time every day to be away from people, to turn the notifications on your devices off, to be silent, to meditate, to pray? If not, then you will always be the slave of the group and Satan will will manipulate you at will. Our Father who art in heaven hallowed be your name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven
1: give us our daily bread, and us our as we those who
0: against us and us us from evil. Hail Mary full of grace the Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women blessed is the fruit of thy womb Jesus Glory. Satan rarely takes the mask off when he deals with us. We usually don't recognize his presence, but it's his voice speaking to us through the lure of temptations of the flesh and of the world. It's his voice we obey instead of God's when we give in. So how can we be sure we hear God's voice more strongly than Satan's? Where can we find God's message to us in his own words? Why scripture, of course. And it was scripture that Jesus opposed to Satan's promptings. Jesus quoted the Bible to counter the attacks of temptation. St. Jerome said that ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ, but we might add that ignorance of scripture is vulnerability to the devil. Do you pray with the word of God? And if so, you are arming yourself with God's voice as a shield against the voice of the devil. But if you're not reading scripture every day and spending time in silence thinking about it, then you're walking into battle weaponless and you'll be an easy victim. Christ faced down the world, the flesh, and the devil, and he won. If we fast, if we pray in silence and solitude and make frequent use of the scriptures, then we will too. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our
1: daily bread, and us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against
0: us. And we to temptation, the rest of the Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Lord of God, pray for us
1: sinners now
0: death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy
1: Mary,
0: of Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the
1: beginning,
0: and shall be. The thy Oh my Jesus,
1: forgive us sins, save us and us.